The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a revolutionary new daily fantasy game whereby you pick two, three, or four players to go over or under their fantasy point projections, and if you're correct, you win. Pick two or more players from the same sport or league, or go cross leagues for your parlay. Use the promo code 5, that's F I V E 5, and receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. But first, sign up at prizepicks.com to start winning today. This show is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Whether you're a first-time customer or have been playing with MyBookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that offer every single week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie.ag. And when you do, use promo code 3YARDS, that's the word, 3YARDS, to get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put in 200 they'll match you up all the way up to $100 in your account. If you were already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at MyBookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Welcome to Three Yards Per Caddy, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf, and Simon. And we're on, and welcome to Three Yards for Carry. This is your preview edition of Dolphins, Bengals. There is no Simon Clancy this, uh, well, on this show or this week, because he's traveling all about England. But I do have Chris Kaufman here. And, of, of course, as always, we're getting close to, to Christmas, and you know what that means. That means you gotta you got to support our sponsors, people. And what better sponsor to support than Manscaped? Use the promo code 5RSN, and you get 20% off your entire order. Chris, have you gotten your your gear yet from Ethan Skolnick? 
not yet for Christmas. I'm I'm focusing for Christmas. Did you ask? I'm gonna have I'm gonna have some stuff. I'm gonna have some some uh, some smooth jingle balls for Christmas. <laughs> okay, they're full package though, you know, sort of speak. Don't use it comes package. with the with the lawnmower and the ball deodorant and the ball toner and these things are not you know they're not for show people like these things actually work and they work well and as uh, long as there's no ball tenderizer no no ball toner ball deodorant they even have they even ship you underwear and their underwear is fabulous it's it's great underwear you can buy all these things individually as well on their website of course it's manscape 20 percent off can Use i ask something five rsn yes i just gotta ask something uh-huh all this time that we've been doing these ads mm-hmm. and I, I have yet to ask this question or even, or know the answer to it. What the fuck is ball toner? <laughs> like, I don't, I really legitimately do not know what that is or what that would be referring to or what, what purpose it would have. Or okay, what is, uh, if I tell you, you got a tone, what would that entail? Is, is there, a, is there a hum? Is there a hum for my balls? No, no, no. If, it's if like a pitchfork. If you're going to tone up, it means our tuning fork. Up. I guess you're going to tighten up, aren't you? Tighten up. T- oh, so so it so it's a, a ball tightener. <laughs> sort is of that speak. is that right? Sort of speak. Yes, it's a little spritzer. It's a little you, you spray it and it tightens. Get up the up. fuck out of here! It shrinks your ball sack. Yes, it does. Makes you more. Why would you want to do that? To make you more aerodynamic. Make you more air. What? Yeah. Well, <laughs> what if you're Are running a forty-yard? You're, you're dash? not shitting me right now. <laughs> what if you're running a forty-yard dash? Okay. <laughs> is this like? Is this like cover, covering your nipples for a marathon? Is it? But but with your balls? <laughs> kind of. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. I had no idea that we were a- advertising that the whole time. Yes, that's on there, and it's now very more, necessary. Now more intrigued. Yes, uh, now more intrigued. Number. Everybody's going to use it. Like it's you know, if you're not using it, you know, you, what kind of savage are you? At, you know at I mean? least to see the wonder of science and action on your balls. Exactly. Yes, and we already like had the, the testimonial from Simon. Scrotum. Simon Clancy already gave us the te- the testimonial on the ball deodorant. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's obvious. Like what, you know, I get that <laughs> and like moisture control or, you know, whatever, but yeah, we'll take care toner, of I'm just like, weeks ago. is it strengthen your balls? Like, is it, it give you good muscle tone on your balls, <laughs> but evidently it's preparation H for your balls. Yes. Five R S and that's 20% off. Okay. What, what, what a great, Christmas you should buy it just to see what the ball toner does for you yes but, but buy the whole package buy the whole package because that's got to be a weird feeling yeah and and don't forget the led light in case you get caught in a mining accident and you yeah groom and and i just you know yeah you gotta you gotta use get if you're gonna if you're gonna work with yourself down there get <laughs> yes. some professional gear get professional gear don't like don't mess around nobody nobody wants like you know faulty equipment on your equipment (laughs) exactly all right so we're going to touch very briefly on this and then we're probably going to kick it around for about two minutes and then ignore it okay as rubbish but and then we're going to do it again with something else 
and then we'll get more into rubbish, the more rubbish than usual, usual for us. <laughs> yes. And then we'll get into the Bengals, the Dolphins, uh, to a, a game time decision. Ooh, you know, speak drama of rubbish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Game time decision. He, he has black tape on his thumb. <laughs> yeah, that's what he should do. He should have an oven mitt on all week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or just be in a wheelchair, you know, like, like really, you, it, was that really necessary? Really the black tape. So people can see the tape, right? Like they ran out of white tape. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, they, they ran out of white tape, huh? It had to be black tape. So I'm, everybody could see the tape. I'm I'm really surprised it wasn't an oven mitt. <laughs> yes. Or a cast, right? Yeah. Ugh. I would have oh. gone with the oven mitt. And I would have gone with a nice designer one that had like funk that had something funky on it. Like yeah. find find like an old eighties throwback back to the future oven mitt or something. Yeah. I appreciate the cloak and dagger nature of this of this uh speaking of 80s movies <laughs> yeah of this uh franchise it's you know uh, we're emulating the New England Patriots but you know it's it's working i guess right like nobody has uh, the foggiest idea well no, okay like, when these okay. guys are coming back the dolphins are working i i don't want to say that it as in this cloak and dagger bs is working cuz i cuz really really are, do we know that like do we know that this has anything to do with winning whatsoever it's no, just no it's just working to to you know not come along us. with it so like we have no idea who's healthy who's it not, is who's definitely not. working to mystify the the fans and the press and and make them feel like they have nothing no idea what's going on at all times yes like, does anybody know if Preston Williams is alive or if he's? I like, think he's dead. <laughs> like, where is he? Like, nobody knows where he is. He's eligible to come off of the IR this week. Yeah, um, I'm tr- I'm trying to think of the I'm trying to think of the Netflix uh, series uh, that um, the uh, oh god, it's going to come to me, and I'm totally I'm blanking on it. Um, series this is this is where umbrella academy okay okay yes i'm searching (laughs) it's really entertaining like live air (laughs) yeah where you hear hear, uh, listen okay uh, listen to me operate google yeah listen to me type (laughs) (laughs) it's umbrella academy umbrella for those that have seen umbrella academy i think we did to the preston williams what they did in the beginning to um to the big uh to the big gorilla guy like like just shot him to the moon and told him to keep watch <laughs> and that's it yeah but let's start here with the, the first piece of rubbish uh pff is does their annual free agent predictions and they predict the dolphins are going to give like a billion dollars to Allen robinson and half a billion to Aaron Jones. I like both players. I love both players, actually. You saw the yeah. numbers. It was somewhere around $20 million a year to Allen Robinson. They give – look, I love Allen Robinson. I think he's a hell of a wide receiver. They give him $20 million a year. I'm going to have a problem with that, okay? <laughs> yeah. All right. If, if, if they give him $20 million, then they should give me $5 million just for being <laughs> yeah. a fan. Now, have you told like, me that Julio Jones shaked loose and they were going to give him $20 million a year? I can maybe see it. And that's a maybe. Yeah. All right. That's a maybe. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Where's I, I was trying to look at it and I was trying to give and get like a, a legit, I was trying, you know, is giving this, giving this a, a, um, 
so this was four years, 80 million with 50 million guaranteed, which is just absurd. Mind boggling. Um, and, uh, and Aaron Jones was four years, 42 million with 25 million guaranteed. Which is a little bit um, more palpable. Um, Barely. And I, I, I'm, I'm like trying to give this some credence whatsoever. And I, and I, I couldn't, <laughs> I tried. I just, I tried and I, I really, I, I really couldn't. So I, so maybe you can explain it to me. Maybe, maybe you, you know what this is about, but well, I, I love both players. Allen Robinson is essentially a Devante Parker clone with a deeper, a deep ball element. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's who Allen Robinson is. So of course, if we could bring that in here, that's, you know, that's something that Tua will appreciate. I would say then you get him a speed guy and voila, we're here. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have a pretty decent wide receiver core, but $20 million a year. No, no, that's no, no. Well, what about Devante? What's, you know, we signed him to that 2 million or I'm sorry, not 2 million, the two year deal, right? No, um, I think he got extended past. Oh, he got extended past it. Right. Yeah. It was 40 for four or something like that. I believe. Okay. That's right. Okay. So, so we're going to have Devante Parker, I'm, I'm living I'm in three years ago, but or two years ago. But uh, we're going to have Devontae Parker and Allen Robinson. Two clones. <laughs> and Preston. I mean, Preston Williams is still here, people. I mean, just, yes. you may not love him, but you know what he brings to the table. Yeah. Um, you know what kind of game he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, a cheap option. And I and, he's the, and the fact that he's cheap as, as hell. Yes. So So he's still here. And yet you sign Allen Robinson. I I don't understand it whatsoever. Like yeah, I just like the player, but it's when when you put it like that, and especially when you're gonna have an expenditure. And I would look if, if I had to bet, I would say I would make it a minus five seventy five favorite that a wide receiver gets taken in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, uh, why would it make sense? You know who, you know who I, I, okay. You know who makes a lot of sense, but I just don't know if he's going to go anywhere, Mm -hmm. but, and, and this is, this is like, if they would have done this, then I would have given PFF some credit and that's Juju Smith Schuster. Mm -hmm. If they would have, if they would have had the Dolphins signing him, I'd give them some credit. Honestly, I'd be like, yeah, that, that could happen. Cause not only to do, do Juju Smith Schuster, and Tua Tungavailoa have a relationship, mm-hmm. um, and and like you know, I think they would like to play together. Uh, but you know he fits what we need, <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, and 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 Allen Robinson does not. <laughs> so no. uh, so I I don't know what they're thinking about um, with this one, but you know. I'll take I'll take Juju I'll take yeah. Juju the slot receiver, you know, so that we can have Juju catching passes from the slot for for Tua, while Devonte and Preston Williams work the outsides, and then we can you know split in some Jakeem Grant on the outsides too because it's speed demon. Um, that works wonderfully, mm-hmm. but yeah, this this shit with Allen Robinson, fuck it. Yeah, uh, essentially, we already have Allen Robinson. His name is Devontae Parker. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, I love Allen Robinson. I have since the draft. Like, I've been, you know, head over heels for him. I love that guy. But mm-hmm. no, 
It doesn't make. And the tape make... checks out because he's playing with the 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 best. Well, the be- best is as in you know worst collection of of quarterbacks I've seen in a while. Like Trubisky mm. and Nick Foles, have, they're just bad quarterbacks. You know, that's just bad quarterback play that that the Bears have had all year because that defense is playoff ready, maybe even championship ready, and that offense just basically lets them down. And Allen Robinson keeps showing up week in and week out because he's essentially all they have. So, yeah, no, he does. I, I love the player. He does not check out for me as far as a free agent signing. Aaron Jones does, but again, the the durability question that matters, and he finds games to miss. He just does. So I don't you know, know if that you, fits. Okay, got you. you know that um, Juju Smith Schuster grew up in a Samoan family. Uh, uh, a Samoan family. Nice. Like, I mean, he's. Like they, they got, he and, he and Tua got that connection. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Yeah, that could be there. <laughs> and, and that's, um, and I, I remember, yeah, they, they've, they've got, they've got a relationship. I'm just saying, uh, watch out for that one. Absolutely. And you could do something like, you know, you bring in Juju Smith Schuster, you draft, who knows, in the first round, maybe Waddle, maybe Devonta Smith. I like both. It could. I, it might be a little. Yeah. Might be a little overkill. You know. To be honest, you know, we got Tua here. We didn't. We didn't get Tua here because we, because we feel like we have to spend a hundred million dollars on the wide receivers. Do we? Uh, did we? No. I mean, that, no. honestly, I mean that's. If that's the idea, then then what what did we do? Um, and I get having wide receivers and and making sure that we've got an offense. And um, I think that to some extent you're going to look at the makeup of this team and you're saying, well, Brian Flores and, um, and uh, uh, Boyer, uh, Josh Boyer are going to do wonders for the defense. They did. If you think about what they did with that defense last year, it was full of like waiver wire pickups every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it kept getting better every, every week until the end of the season when it was pretty good. Uh, if you think about what they did, what they've done with the defense, you you got to have supreme confidence that these guys are going to get a good working defense going. Um, they've spent some money on it, which is good, but I think that they've, uh, I think that they're always going to have a, a good defense. So, you, so to some extent, you're like, okay, we'll make, you know, that the offense is not where their expertise lies, right? So you want to make sure. Uh, to supplement that with players, you know, make sure you got a good offense because they got good players. Uh, that's partly why you take to them in the first place and number five overall. So you do want to spend some there and I get it, but, um, but I don't want to do overkill because you, mm. you paid, you paid Devonte, um, you know, not a small amount. Uh, and you know, you, you have something in Preston, in Preston Williams. If you get also Juju for, it'll it'll cost you i mean pff they're they're special they they say something like four years 68 million mm-hmm. um which is no you know it's it's not Allen robinson money but <laughs> um but it's you know it's it's not a small amount so get him but then you, you gotta you gotta put it away i think maybe mm-hmm. maybe do a first round pick on a running back or something like that but i think you gotta i think you gotta put it away after that put yeah away you the know wallet. You, uh a guy who's headed into the last year of his deal and it's a paltry amount for 2021 is Calvin Ridley. And I would say he's a, right. He's a trade. I would say he's a trade 
target, I would say. Mm. And think about it like this. Would you, and, and they, you know, this is an open question. Would you send them in the, of course, this is something that has to happen in the offseason. But would you send them our first round pick for Calvin Ridley to Atlanta? Oh, no. No, I wouldn't. Okay. But would you, but you would use it on Waddle. I never understood that. You never, you never understood wanting to use it on Waddle? You use it on Waddle, but you wouldn't use it on Calvin Ridley. Uh, Calvin Ridley is a ready-made commodity. It's, you know, it's a sure thing. Yeah, well, I don't think Calvin Ridley is. Um, I mean, do you think Cal- Calvin Ridley is 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 a Jalen Waddle? Hmm. So, okay, so, so so we're talking about maybe Waddle's better because Ridley is. I mean, Ridley's knocking, good. He's knocking on the door of stardom. Hmm. No, he's pretty good. You know, I, so. I I I agree, but I just I I don't think you I don't think you draft Jalen Waddle. Well, I I don't know. Maybe maybe I should. Well, first off, okay. So I don't. Just for starters, I I don't I don't know that I would put Calvin Ridley in the same usefulness category for us as Juju, but um, mm-hmm. you know because of the positions and and you know what he what he is and stuff like that. I just I don't know. I I just I, I kind of think I would rather have Wall, but okay, you know. But that's that's me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And, I, and when you consider how much Ridley's going to cost in addition to the first round pick, I mean, you got to when you're yeah. doing something like that. When you're doing something like that, you got to. I mean, you, it's got to be a home run, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's got to be. This has got to be a home run. Like I have no, I have no question whether that this is going to be yet another in a long string of ah, he did this on one team, but then he was crap on another team. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um. You got to have no questions about that if you're going to send a first round pick and then pay the fuck out of them. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. And and that way it makes it much more attractive, you know, for to, to load up this team for this window, this uh, rookie contract window for Tua Tonga Bailoa. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the other absurdity, which was that Bleacher Report did their annual uh, screw-ups, off-season screw-ups. And they had the mm. Dolphins signing Byron Jones as an off-season screw-up. Yeah, I don't get that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, I'm just not sure where that even, even is coming from. Because he doesn't get interception. That's why. That, that, that's it. Well, I mean, that you know, yeah, you, you want him to get some interceptions, definitely. I mean, I, mm. I, I get that. There's a little, there's probably even a little bit of frustration with that. But they give. I mean, we saw it. <laughs> Do you know what it? Do you know what it was looking like? People, do do you remember what it was looking like when he went when he came off the field and we had to have Noah Igbenogene do what what he was doing? It was a free for all. Okay, it, it was. It was. It was an absolute like you know they just went after him and went after him and went after him over and over and over again. Yes, because and this is this is because this is what we asked Byron Jones to do. We ask him to do hard goddamn work. Yes. You know, this is not this is not normal work that 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 we ask him to do. And he's a and that's great why tackle. that's yeah, great that's tackle. that's every now and then he lets he lets one up, you know, and, and it and it sucks. And um and you wish he, that he didn't, but but we're not making anything easy on the dude. No. So and and I would say you know you like all those interceptions from Xavier Howard. How do you think he gets those interceptions? Exactly, because quarterbacks are tired of looking over there and saying, "Okay, 
maybe I could sneak this in here. Oh, oh, uh, this guy got me again. <laughs> you know, well, I mean? you know, it's tempting because it's tempting because Xavier, I think, has a more of a tendency to lose coverage. Yes. Um, but he's also he's also more more likely to jump the shit out of it, you know, out of the ball. I mean, that's yeah, no, uh, nobody's nobody understands that very quietly. Xavier Howard is doing something historic. Oh yeah, it doesn't seem to be you know slowing down either. It's, no, it just, I, I want him to get twelve this year. Yeah. I'd like to see him get twelve. Do you think he can get twelve? Wow, there's what what's left? Five five games are left. Or... Yeah, there's so, five games left. He needs. Five. He's got seven. He's got seven. He's got. He's got to get five. Well, you know, he hasn't. Has he had a multiple interception game yet? This year, no. And he was no, he has famous for that. No, he hasn't. He's got it. He, he can't be this good at intercepting and 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 just never have a multiple interception game, right? Because I think he's got a hat trick in him. Mm-hmm. So if he gets like one one of these games, if he gets like a hat trick, I think he's got a legit chance to get twelve. And he has to get one. He's going to get one against Patrick Mahomes, I think, because he's going to get one. Give a crap he's going to get. He out there. He'll be lucky. He'll be lucky if we. I mean, Brandon Allen will be lucky if the hat trick isn't this weekend. <laughs> he, he, Brandon Allen will be lucky if if he doesn't get to twelve this weekend. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. So that's yeah. That's completely absurd. All right. Anybody who watches. Yeah, oh yeah, that's film, absurd. Like we. This is an absurd discussion. Yeah, this is an absurd discussion that we're discussing getting 12, 12 interceptions for one guy, Xavier Howard. And it's possible. <laughs> Don't take that seriously, but seriously. Yeah, but seriously, it could happen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, people are, uh, yeah. People are wondering, okay, you know, you know, would you trade? No, no, no. That's over with. I said it on a podcast. I'm done talking about trading Xavier Howard. I want all mm-hmm. those interceptions here. I want him to retire a dolphin. We'll put him up there in the ring of honor. And then the next step will be Canton. And I don't think mm-hmm. I'm, I'm crazy when I say next step is Canton when the guy has the best interception rate in the history of the sport. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Like that matters. Right, you know what I mean? So, yeah. And he's doing it, you know, with good other numbers. Like, I, I, I know you don't give a crap about QB rating against. I do. But uh, I, yeah. it's, I, it's just, it's, it's a wrong, it's the wrong application. Go ahead. <laughs> but you know he's he's done well you know i think the most he's given up he, he gave up that one bad game to dk metcalf mm-hmm. but when you put it on you know on stark numbers it's less than 80 yards is what he gave up you know and he did get an interception in the end zone in coverage with dk metcalf so what is that worth yeah right so even his bad games he does something good so yeah i don't know but let's get into the the bengals mm-hmm. wow you look at this this roster and it's a who's who of who we liked like two years ago. <laughs> the roster? Well, yes. think before we get to the roster, look at the coaching staff. This is oh, a boy. who's who. This is a who's who of who was on the Dolphins over the last like decade. Okay. Think yes. of think about this. The the head coach is Zach Taylor. We know him. He's a former quarterbacks coach of the of the Dolphins, right? Mm. Uh his his uh offensive line coach is none other than Jim Turner. Right, mm-hmm. the guy, the guy, didn't he give like, didn't he get in trouble here with the, the whole um, yes he did, you know, Jonathan Martin deal, yeah, okay, and anyway. and uh, a very rare trivia, I own a Jim Turner polo, game used polo, <laughs> yes, You're and, such and, a and degenerate, before, <laughs> and, and before people ask, 
How the hell do you own a Jim Turner game used polo? And the answer is very simple. Adam Smoot, the guy <laughs> the guy who does the graphics for Five okay, Reasons Sports, gave no, it to me as no our as a gift. So technically we all own it. Like technically we own it. Like, how the hell do you how the hell do you own a Jim Turner worn <laughs> used polo? Just say Smoot and that that's it. That's, yeah, he that's gave all. it to me as I a don't need gift. To hear anymore. As a gift when we completed our first season of three yards per carry. So technically we all own it, but it's in my closet and it's staying in my closet probably forever. Well, then it should be, it should be up. It should be like up in a plaque thing, you know, on the wall somewhere. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we, you've got Jim Turner and, and Zach Taylor, right. Uh, on yeah. the offense. Um, Al Golden, remember him? Oh boy. <laughs> Mark Duffner was our, was one of our coaches. All right. Mark Duffner is senior defensive assistant there. Al Golden is linebackers. Um, they also have Jordan Kovacs. Do you remember Jordan Kovacs? Yes, I do. Jordan Kovacs, the undrafted free agent who, you know, played safety for us for a time, not too well. Um, and, uh, and then uh, on the, on the defensive coordinator as the defensive coordinator, it's our own Lou Anarumo. Lou Anamurmo, former defensive backs uh, coach for the Miami Dolphins. He's the defensive coordinator. So you you got Zach Taylor and Jim Turner on the offense. You got Lou Anamurmo. You got Mark Duffner. You got Jordan Kovacs and and Al Golden. (laughs) Just throwing in Al Golden for a hell of it Um, on the defensive side of the ball. This is is like Miami. This is all the bad Miami teams. (laughs) All in one. Uh, from the last like decade and and let's just put them in cincinnati and call them the Bengals. basically they also have the best uh all nba last name team anywhere because if you think about it you got billy price that's mark price michael jordan that you know you don't you don't need oh to, you don't need to change right. anything there. fred johnson is magic johnson of course khalid kareem you know self-explanatory mm-hmm. all right so I don't know. I, I look at this roster and it's a who's who of people that we wanted to bring in here to play minor roles. They managed to put them all together on one roster. Quentin Spain is their starting left guard, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. And he would have been, I, I honestly just, you know, throw a couple million at him, like 2 million and, and have him start for at guard because you got nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, that would have been nice, but, but I'm, I'm not saying that Miami's not better off. I actually do think we're better off um than than having had him so and Carl honestly Lawson, of course remember there's that. not much about this roster that i really respect uh, to be honest no i mean it's, i sam hubbard is all right i like that geno atkins i've always loved right i mean he's Gino on atkins, the way out it seems like he is on the way out, out though he is yeah. on the way out but geno atkins you know i've always loved him since since he was coming out of college yeah, I had Gino no is, idea. yeah Gino Atkins is like one off season away from hey you know guess what we just did we just gave Gino Atkins five million dollars to play one year <laughs> yeah right exactly yeah, he's um, that close he's yeah. almost at that stage of his career well, he, he might be at retirement soon but um yes so but Gino Gino was one of those dudes coming out of the draft is like how the hell did he not go in the first round and he went like what third round fourth round something like that mm. um yeah, so they 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 got him, but then otherwise it's like, and William Jackson, you know, okay, I get it, but um, Von Bell, Jesse Bates, Jesse Bates I know that Simon, Jesse Bates is good. I know that Simon loved him. Um, 
Josh Bynes, Jermaine Pratt, you know, Carl Lawson. I know you liked him. Marcus Hunt, I never really liked that, that much. Um, you know, it's just it's uninspiring on the defense. And then on the offense, it's A.J. Green. Or, you know, great. And T. Higgins, you kind of respect E. Higgins. And he's um, having a decent rookie year. Tyler yeah, Boyd is. is one of the better slot receivers in football. Yeah, he's okay. I don't know about one of the best, but, you know. He's well, okay. his numbers are good. He ain't, he ain't going to go up against Nick Needham, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Nick Needham's also also great. Yeah, how does how's that happening? But it is it is happening. It's going to be fun when we have the, you know, by the way, um, all those arguments that I had on Twitter like a thousand years ago about about Xavier Howard's contract, Xavier Howard's now underpaid, all right? Yeah, right. Okay, and remember when we made uh, Byron Jones the highest paid cornerback in the history of football? He's uh-huh. now fifth. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> He's That's not crazy, fifth. isn't it? That's He's crazy. not fifth, so that was a good contract as well. It's going to be hilarious. Crazy how they, they, they go like out of date so quickly. Yeah, contracts. it's going to be hilarious when Nick Needham makes more than both. <laughs> <laughs> and that's coming down the, the pipe. Yeah, that's coming. That's coming soon. <laughs> So yeah, is this is this essentially out of risk of you know being flippant about this? Does this pose? Because I, I I happen to believe that the Jets were a great sparring partner, Name, namely because of their defense. Their defense is physical. Their defense is not terrible. Mm-hmm. Okay, like you could get. There's certain teams in the NFL. My God, the the, the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Seattle has. A horrific defense and that defense is the lone reason why they have no chance at winning a super bowl this year even though their offense is great but if you handed the jets defense to seattle mm-hmm. they'd be a much better team they'd be a contender i like the jets defense of the, because of the way that they compete so mm-hmm. is is this a worthy sparring partner or not? i actually think it is i actually think um defensively de- defensively they are a worthy sparring partner because i was i was watching i was watching the um the game they played last week against the Giants. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Lou Anarumo is a guy that um, he, he does, he does like to mix up his coverages and, and he, you know, you do see, you do see a, a, a variety there. And so he's going to, he's going to try to keep you guessing. He is also a guy that likes to come in with blitzes and, you know, so, so he's going to, he's going to keep you guessing on the blitzes. He's the guy that likes to play his safeties up close, um, up a little bit closer, be a little bit more aggressive so if you're going to hit them deep you might be able to do that because you know even when even when they're kind of giving you a little bit of a too deep look they're not that deep um so uh so i guess you know like you, you if, if you think about greg williams and how he became famous for for having um what's his name jabril peppers you know 25 yards back or whatever as uh, as a as a deep safety uh he would i've, I've listened to a talk about it he's like i see some of these defensive coordinators they got deep safeties but they're only you know x yards deep like what the fuck good is that doing anybody like that's <laughs> yes. throw it deep and where is he well he's nowhere because he can't <laughs> um so uh so but i think that lou lou will play his safeties a little bit um a little bit more aggressively uh so that doesn't make, but what, what does that do? That doesn't really make it easy for you. Um, he's, he also, he comes from, um, I think a, a school defensively where they'll do some of those fake a gap blitzes. They'll come in with cat blitzes. They'll, you know, though. Um, so he, he really does kind of mix it up. And so that's, that makes for a good sparring partner to me. Uh, I think that, 
you can hit them up defensively. And and the other important thing when you watch when you watch them against the Giants is they 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 were swarming. They're swarming mm. defense. Um, and they do a pretty good. They were doing a pretty good job that way. So I. But here's the thing. They're not unbeatable by any means that defense, like it's a, it's a good sparring partner because they give you some things, different looks, things that you've got to overcome. Um, but certainly, you know, when push comes to shove, you should probably be able to run the ball on them a little bit. When push comes to shove, Mike Gesicki should have a day because they're not good against the tight end. Um, mm-hmm. In particular, last week, you look what they did with Bobby Ingram um, against that defense. You, you get Mike Gesicki on the outside and matched up against guys, including Von Bell. Uh, you, you should be able to do some things, especially because their defense is a little bit more aggressive. Um, so, you know, things deep, I mean. Um, so, yeah, you should be able to overcome this. And if you can't, then it's probably not a g- great sign for the Dolphins offense going forward. Yeah, they should have some some numbers advantages that they should take advantage of. And the thing is, we don't know who the hell is going to play the play quarterback. Okay, all we know is that for for the Bengals, it's not going to be Brandon Allen. No, I'm talking about the Dolphins. Oh, <laughs> so like yeah, you know, like I don't care. You know, when I asked the question about being a good sparring partner, I don't care. You know, who's a good sparring partner for for Fitzpatrick? Although you know, we're going to need it eventually because pretty tough stretches coming up. But I, I like to see, you know, Tua Tungvaluwa challenged a bit, and and I agree with you. I think that you know there's challenges here, although we don't know who's going to start. We know that Tua is a game time decision, whatever that means. I'd be but shocked if he didn't start. I'd be I'd be floored if he didn't start. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because because the way the way Flores, uh, you know, the way Flores presented it last week, he was like, I was pretty close to starting him in this game and this. Yeah. Uh, in the, in the game against the Jets. And, and I think that, you know, kind of they're pulling, they're pulling tricks and about the, the injury report and stuff. But at the last minute, they're like, you know, this, maybe, maybe we can start him. And, and he was going to try and get him in there. But, um, you know, so yeah, I'd be very surprised if he does not play. Yeah, so would I. Uh, I, w- I would say that, that Tua Tungvalu makes his way back into the lineup. He saw some, some good things in that game against the Jets that Ryan Fitzpatrick showed him. Namely, you know, take advantage of your numbers and keep doing what you're doing as far as taking your shots. It's just a matter of time when Tua starts connecting on some of those shots. And you saw him connect with Preston Williams against the Cardinals. So, you know, they're coming. It's on the way. You know, maybe it comes this Sunday. Let's pick that game. And then I'm going to ask you about some other games because if you look at the the standings and you look at the schedule on Sunday – we still have to think about the Bengals offense though, or do we have to bang and think about the Bengals often? So are they no, worth don't. even thinking about? No, no, we don't. <laughs> okay. Cause, uh, cause I was, I was going to say that if the defense actually makes a pretty good sparring partner for yeah. the Bengals, the, um, the offense does not, the <laughs> no, offense, not. the offense does not think, think what we already did to the Rams offense, what yeah. we are, what we did to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Except now, instead of, instead, Instead of Jared Goff, you're facing Brandon Allen. And instead of that Rams offensive line, you're facing, you know, Bobby Hart and some shit. Um, Jonah Williams. Yeah, I mean, a rookie. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to dig on Jonah too bad. But I mean, yeah, you're, you're facing 
a horrendous offensive line. I mean, think about what Justin or sorry, not what Joe, uh, Joe Burrow was facing and, you know, having to run from, for his life behind. Um, and this is that, that that's the kind of offense that they run is the Rams offense. You know, it's 11 personnel almost constantly. Mm-hmm. It's um, you know, they, Which a lot of the same our best personnel on the field. It's, it's like, it's like, you know, think about what, um, what the coach of the, what's the, what's the head coach's uh, Rams name again, the, the, the famous dude, Sean McVay. Think about Sean McVay, except without the photographic memory, um, <laughs> you know, running the Rams offense uh, in Cincinnati. With I believe both guys have much, really, much, much worse personnel. I, I do believe that both guys have hot model wives though. I do believe that. Yeah. You know, that's the, that's where the, that's where the comparison stops, um, between, between McVeigh and, and, and the, uh, the home improvement kid. Um, so I think, uh, I think that, yeah, this, the, the Bengals offense is, I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the Miami defense wins the game by itself by outscoring the Bengals offense. That's entirely possible. And what's it also is entirely possible. possible is that the Dolphins get their second shutout of the year. That's also possible. It is possible. Okay. It's if uh, they if they don't like you know, we say that we say that and it's Taylor made. We say that and it's like uh and they're gonna let up like 30 points to the Bengals all of a sudden. But it, <laughs> seriously, they shouldn't. And if they do, then it's like freak of nature bullshit. Um, there's a reason that the Vegas, you know, the one thing that made you uncomfortable about the Broncos game. And we, we thought there's every reason for Miami to win this game. And, and yet Vegas like continued to insist on it being tight mm-hmm. to the point where it had the most lopsided ticket, you know, that anybody'd seen in, in a while, mm-hmm. um, you know, as far as bets on the dolphins and the fact that they kept it tight should have made you nervous. Yes. But the fact of the matter is the dolphins are like favored by 11 and a half or something. Yeah. Like remember, that. remember against the, against the Broncos, they opened up the dolphins at like minus four and a half, which yeah. is generous on the road. Okay. Especially against the Broncos team that was, that was getting completely healthy. Of yeah, course right. the following week, everybody's on the COVID list and they have to start some guy I've never heard of before at quarterback. Yeah. Couldn't okay. happen a week earlier. Yeah. And their first play of the game is a double reverse with uh, Philip Lindsay under center. So, <laughs> You know what I mean? So, of course, that didn't happen against us. That happened against the Saints, you know, the number one but yeah, from the NFC. But the bottom line is that line stayed tight despite an extraordinarily lopsided ticket. Yes, um, it was It was the most lopsided. Uh, I, I don't I believe I, I told you, but I didn't I didn't put yeah. it on, on 3YPC. Namely, I didn't put it on 3YPC because that's uh, proprietary information. But since it's over, I can say it right now. 98% of the tickets in Las Vegas, okay, and this is from Westgate, were on the Dolphins that week. That means that that line should have been somewhere around 10, 11, but it wasn't. They only moved the yeah. two points. What does mm-hmm. that tell you? It, it was, yeah, make you nervous, right? Yeah, and, and that means that the smart guys were like, okay, I don't know. So this, <laughs> this week, much. this week is, it's not, not the opposite of that. It's like, it's like, yeah no Go this ahead. is really going this is really going 11 12 points <laughs> yeah so, so yeah this yeah. is very 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 different yeah so, so all right let's pick this game and then i'm gonna take you around the nfl schedule because it's enticing especially if you're a yeah. dolphin fan you could be sitting there sunday night staring at the at the standings just smiling from ear to ear as you then go face the Kansas City Chiefs, all right? So you get to enjoy it for a night, all right? But we'll get into that now. Let's pick this game. I'll go first. 
Okay. Tua plays plays his best game as a pro. 280 yards, three touchdown passes. How do you like that one? They win 27 to three. I could see it. I could see a response from Tua because mm-hmm. he's he's sort of that kind of guy. Um, so yeah, I could totally see a response from him. I think that this is a nice game for him to throw some ch- uh, trust passes to Mike Gesicki, um, you know, in particular. So yeah, I could I could definitely I could definitely see a, a result like that. I mean, I, I don't I, I don't know how much offensively, but you know, I kind of want to say twenty six to you know, give him seven points. You know, the the Bengals special teams not that bad. So, mm-hmm. um, so special teams is aiding the offense a little bit, and then then you know I could see them getting their touchdown, getting seven points or something like that. So, twenty six seven something like that. All right, so we both got them comfortably. All right, on the way out, let's go around this schedule here, okay? Yeah. And we'll start with the obvious one: Browns at Titans. There's no way that that doesn't go our way, right? Like the Titans should beat the Browns. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. There's a horseshoe up the Browns ass this year, so I I really don't know. And 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 let us not forget. Uh, Ryan Tannehill loves to fuck us when we're least expecting it. <laughs> yes, especially like, when, when he can hand us the, the five seed, right? Exactly, exactly. So th- let me just put it this way. I'm not putting extra points on that one, on this okay. game. So, Gun to your head, money line. Do you like the Titans at home in this one? Yeah, of course. Okay. But uh, <laughs> But I'm not putting extra points on it. <laughs> All right, we mosey on down. Colts traveling to Houston. Okay, no Will Fuller. But Deshaun Watson still having a great year. Do the Texans do us a favor and thus destroy our pick? Okay, or do you care? Or are you rooting for the Colts? But they could do us a huge favor because they could send the Colts a full game behind us. With yeah, I think, I think at this point that the Texans are actually kind of on a roll. Yeah. Um, and I think that they've sort of righted the ship a little bit. And because um, you knew they were always supposed to be better than their one in whatever start, their one in six start. Yeah. Um, except they've now won three of the last four. So it's like, uh, oh, OK, so now they're they're starting to get going. And I think that that's a big deal. Um, whereas the Colts. I I just don't know. I mean, they're they're doing well on the road, but still. I got to uh, all right. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say that, that that one's a little bit iffy. But, yeah, it's entirely possible that the Texans at home against the Colts. They could they just play it. I'm sorry. Good. They, they could give us our second great result on this Sunday. Yeah, they just they just played each other. Yeah, um, they just didn't they didn't they just play each other? Yeah, or, or, or are they? I believe yeah. so. A couple weeks ago, yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Let me. Um, let me see. Did they play? Or they play? No, no. They they haven't played each other. They play. They play each other twice in the next three weeks. So this is yes. the first. This is the first of their their two game series. Essentially, they have a two game series against each other with the Raiders in between. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like a doubleheader. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but uh yeah so this is the first of of those two games yeah I could, I, okay i could see them splitting it and i could see the first one going you know the first one going to the the um uh, to the home team all right and then this one I've, i re- i think this is a really interesting game i'm gonna have an eye on it jets raiders jets are at home adam gay says that they're close close to what i have no idea <laughs> But they have the Jets close will have, to Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Jets will have Sam Darnold in his second start, which usually means something when you come off of an injury. Uh, he has all his wide receivers. The Raiders are an injured mess going into this game. Yeah. So I don't know. Is it brewing or is it not? Or is it no. as simple? It's no. not, right? It's not going to happen there. It's not. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. It is not. The Jets, I, li- I I believe in you. Like, I believe in the Jets' defense, like you do. I I really do. But the Jets' offense was a freaking punching bag. It's, it's and and that's wrong. yeah, and, and that's that's what they are. And I just don't think, yeah, I, I don't think that's happening. I think yeah. zero and sixteen is in the cards for that team. Yeah, I think what helps the Jets, but the thing is, you know, like how are you going to take advantage of it? The Raiders' defense is getting worse by the week. They now have, yeah, they yeah. now give up 30 points a game. They give up an average of four touchdowns per game. Like, that's not good. When you start giving, when your averages are. Yeah, but that's two games. One game. of those games was against the Chiefs, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. The the Raiders, they just finished giving a 43 to Atlanta. I, okay, so so I'll they gave up 43 to it. Atlanta. I believe it when I see it. But I, get I can almost guarantee this game's going to be close. It's going to be within 10 points. And that's a victory for the day. But, oh, I. But the three games, okay. So they they played the the Falcons. They obviously gave up a lot. the 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 Vegas Raiders did. Um, yeah. and they and before that they played the Chiefs. And I don't even count that because that's a friggin' Chiefs offense. Mm-hmm. But the three games before that, the Broncos, Chargers, and Browns, they gave up. Uh, is this right? They gave up only six, twenty six, and twelve points to those three. And that's not bad. Mm-hmm. So that's their last month. Okay. So, so basically they had a bad day. They had a real bad day against the Falcons. Do they bounce back? I, and that's the question that you got to ask yourself. Um, they're not one of those teams that like, you know, they've already had two losses in a row twice. So they're a team, you know, they're not the ty- kind of team that bounces back immediately necessarily. So it's a good question, but, um, but yeah, this is the jets. Ultimately, this is the jets. Fuck and no. (laughs) All right. We're moving on. Moving on. That's not going to happen. All right. The Patriots are rolling. They face. Yes, they are. They face Justin Herbert in Los Angeles. Uh, Justin Herbert's really good at two things. Putting up really, really good numbers and losing. I thought you were going to like. This is going to continue. Make a better joke about that. (laughs) You think I was going to do a better joke than, than that one? Eating beans and kicking ass, and he's all out of beans. Now, Justin Herbert's going to win Rookie of the Year, and he's also going to lose a lot of games. It yeah. continues, doesn't it? Patriots will continue their their semi roll toward eight and eight, right? I actually, yeah, I kind of, I kind of buy that. Um, you know, they're going to look at they're going to look at what we did against Justin Herbert, and Justin and- Herbert's going to look at what he did against us and and try and learn from it. But, but yeah, they can the Patriots can reproduce that mm. they have the ability and, and, and the Patriots, again, this is another team. It's like the Houston Texans. They, 
they've won three of their last four. And this is a team that notoriously gets better. Um, you know, as the season progresses, the new England Patriots does, Mm -hmm. and particularly on the defensive side of the ball, that's what gets better as the season progresses because Tom Brady has usually been consistent from month to month to month, you know, running that offense and they don't have Tom Brady anymore, but I mean, that's, it's the defensive side of the ball that I've showed this. You know, you know know what they're doing as well. They're overcoming bad Cam Newton play also. Yeah. I I, tried to give away that game against the Cardinals and the defense got it right back. They'll have to continue doing that. But Calamari might be injured as well. So in particular, the Patriots defense is practically bulletproof in December. Mm -hmm. And and that's that's just the way life has been for two decades. So if except when they come to Miami. Yeah. Well, is the defense bullet? I mean, the defense isn't bad when they come down to Miami, but um I I think the Patriots defense just, you know. If if we can if we can confuse the hell out of just uh, out of uh, Herbert, then I think the Patriots can too. All right, and then I was going to put the Cowboys and the Ravens on there, but the Cowboys are completely tragic, and the Ravens are going to be completely healthy for that game. So forget about that one. But this one, I think, this one goes down to the wire. 49ers got kicked out of their own stadium, their own city. They're playing. Yeah. They're playing in Arizona. All right, but you know it's you know it's a little puddle jumper away. They've practiced there all week, so they're ready to play football, and they're believing again. Like, they're looking at the schedule, and they're saying, look, we can run the table. And if we run the table, that gets us into the playoffs in this terrible NFC. So the 49ers are playing better football. They play the Bills on Monday night. They host the Bills on Monday night. The Bills haven't lost, like, since that Hale Murray. They return to the scene of the crime. Do we draw even with the Bills, finally, this Sunday? I'm going to say no. Oh, okay. no. so the Bills continue the role. Yeah, I think the Bills continue the role here. Um, I just have a little bit of hard time believing it about the about the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, they won against the Rams, but this is they lost three straight before that. So um, you know, I get it, but no. <laughs> yeah, well, they beat the they beat the Buccaneers, remember before. Well, thank you. No, they Bushful lost the. No, yeah, did they beat the Buccaneers? No, no, they um they lost to the to the they had a bye week before the Rams game. If we're okay, talking about the 49ers. yeah, the 49ers. That, they lost the they, had, they lost the Saints, the Packers, and the Seahawks in the three weeks before the bye. Yeah, um, I mean it was it was it was bad. I mean, they, so what what happened was the 49ers kind of tricked us because you know, they came into the game, we're two and two, or they were two and two, and we, we beat the pants off them obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they went ahead and they beat the Rams and they beat the, the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, in the next two weeks. And then we're like, Oh, you know, 49ers are good after all. <laughs> and they weren't. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so their, their yes. mini one game role comes to an end at home. Well, technically mm-hmm. home against the bills. All right. Yeah. So that, that's a hell of a scoreboard watching day that I just laid out for you. Well, it all is now because we got so much to keep track of. Yeah, every week it's, the, it's this way. I mean, last week we we're like looking at the Raiders game and how that against the Falcons were like, holy shit! You know, like that, that's awesome. Yeah, that was unexpected and, and welcome, the man. end of the Browns game against the Jags. Like, yes. 
winning by two points the browns ended up winning winning by and we're, we're rooting for the jags we're like come on jags god damn it and it gets better next week because next week you know who the bills play steelers you know who the browns oh, yeah. play the ravens <laughs> oh yeah well i hope the ravens get their shit together by then well they're supposed but... to have everybody back this week i kind of hope they don't actually fuck the ravens okay so you want them to lose you want to, you yeah want i want them to, them to, to lose out. out i want them to just implode yeah, the problem with, with rooting for the Ravens to lose out is that it's going to be hard for them to lose out because they're going to have advantages. They have the softest schedule left. Yeah, I know. So, you know, they should win at least three. And if they win three, that gets them in. That gets one of the, the spots. But I don't want them to win three. I don't want them to win two. <laughs> I want them. I want I, I would rather I, I would rather not have a, you know, a Ravens team that is right with itself to compete with in the in the playoffs mm. just one i just would rather they have haven't we learned they have our number in the playoffs yeah that's the problem although man this team man they just they look so human you know yeah. you know they looked human they look human continue continue it i want them to look subhuman <laughs> <laughs> all right look like trash and then lose out the season and just disappear from the picture. All right. The next time that we'll talk to you, we'll, we'll hopefully be talking about a win, and then we'll be leading into that's going to be fun. Okay. Chiefs, the Chiefs Dolphins. Game that's going to be a hell. That's going to be so much fun, and it's one of those. It's one of those we can't lose games. Be, well, you can't lose in one. Respect. Of course, we can lose. If you get murdered, <laughs> if you get murdered, you feel bad. Of about course, it. we can. Yeah, we can get murdered easily. <laughs> okay, but if you lose a close game, you're like, ah, you know, it's the Chiefs, man. But if we win, if we win, holy oh, yeah. Jesus, is yeah. that going to be fun? Is that going to be a fun Monday show? You know, here's that? a nice here's a nice thing for for us to chew on. I pointed this out before. Um, the 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 Super Bowl odds have been updated, um, and and like we actually have a pretty decent record against teams that are ranked, you know, a lot better than us. Like we're mm-hmm. we're two and two. You know, it's not like it's not like previous Dolphins teams were we beat the the trash that are ranked below us, but we can't beat anybody that's ranked above us or, you know, that they're, that we can't beat good teams. Um, that's not, that's not this year's team. So, so pay, watch out, you know, who knows, who knows about the chiefs game? It's that's why they play the game. It's at home. Mm-hmm. And you never know. You never, you never know if hey. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is known to do some, some weird things. Maybe those weird things are accompanied with, interceptions and maybe a pick six and yep. you know you know what that can do okay that can short circuit an offense could have them playing from behind the sticks so who knows what could happen yep. in that game but before that game we have sunday go dolphins we will talk to you guys on monday thanks for listening to three yards per caddy you can subscribe via itunes on podbean or your usual podcast provider Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.